and welcome back to another episode of Short and Sweet, our podcast here at 1623 Studios where we celebrate all things food and drink in and around Cape Ann. I am Corey Kukru, along with my co-host, Heather Atwood. How are you, Heather? I'm good, Corey. How are you? Great. Great to see you again. Nice to see you. We're going to bang out a couple more shows today. We, we are. Two great guests. We want to get to our first one right away because we're excited, um, and this is timely as well, It is Nikki Bogan of the Cape Ann Farmer's Market. How are you, Nikki? Great. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks. thanks for joining us. Yeah. Really appreciate your time. And we're about what a week a week away or One so. One week from, from today. Beautiful. Yep, June sixth, three to six thirty. <laughs> All right. So, and when this airs, it'll probably be up and going, right? Oh, yeah. So, right, right, right. There, yep. yep. So let's say that time again. So June sixth, um, three to six thirty, and we run right through October tenth. So every Thursday, every Thursday, three to Stage 630. four park. You can't miss Stage it. Now park. celebrating our twelfth year of the farmers market. Yes, congratulations. That, wow. Yes, it has been that long. <laughs> okay, let's start there. <laughs> okay. How did it start? It actually started when the food co-op was closing, and they had some money left, oh. and they hired a firm to figure out the best way to carry on their message, and they decided that a farmer's market would be that way to support local food. And so what that's was, how it that was their message, local food? Well, they want yeah, they wanted to support local food, local agriculture, um, be a, a source for healthy food on Cape Ann. And has the location changed over the years? Or? We've had three locations. We started on Harbor Loop in 2006, and that was a really small four-week run with seven vendors. Um, and then we were there for a few years. We moved to I4C2 for one year. Mm -hmm. That was not very successful. Mm -hmm. I fell down the hill trying you to get did? there. <laughs> not there really, are but so it was... many stories. Yeah, we yeah. had two hurricanes yeah, run through. Oh, it was an awful year. Yeah, yeah, it was a really bad year. Right. And then um, we almost didn't survive that. And then in 2011, I believe we moved to Stage Fort Park. And that really, just a beautiful fit. You know, it's beautiful, mm -hmm. and we had the parking, and we had the space, and a lot of people came out and just said, wow, we haven't been here in years, and here it is, this beautiful community space. Best Instagram used. photos ever yeah. of the farmer's market with the ocean behind yeah. and the gazebo. It's really yeah, gorgeous. beautiful backdrop. That, and that's an event that just befits the community perfectly, too. I love that. Um, how it works up there for it, too. And I talked to a lot of the vendors, especially the last two seasons, and they say you're killing it up there. Like, we, they, they're really happy. Well, we've been doing great. It's funny. When we first moved up there, we had vendors coming, you know, from all over. And they would all say, wow, we don't even care if we make money. We're just so happy to get to spend the day here, you yeah. know. It is really nice. It's been a great location for us. Um, I know there are some folks who were upset that we left downtown. Um, but for the most part, I think it's worked, and it's it's given access to Gloucester, Manchester, West Gloucester, you know, it, it, that was, seemed a lot further away for us when we were downtown. So, mm. Right, yeah. right. It's still that Lanesville Folly Cove where I live. Oh, it's yeah. a little challenge, but that's okay. That's oh, yeah. Right. That's fine. All our little republics here in Gloucester. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we have dozens of vendors now, right? We have... Um, so we've we've we actually had at one point sixty vendors. That was like at the height of the farmers market craze, and there weren't as many farmers markets around. So what around year us. would that have been? I would say twenty fifteen was probably the absolute height of our farmers market because we were the only ones around. Um, everybody was launching a local business um, and we were it. And we it was just, it was great. It was like, so 2015, 2016. And then we've seen a decline in vendors because there's so many more markets for yeah. people to sell at. And also I think folks realize how hard it is to make a living um, creating a local food and trying to sell it. And 
Okay, I I have to throw in my theory right here, just because we're talking years. Okay. And we can return to all these conversations. But I just want to point out that in 2015, we had had seven years of a national conversation about local food. Yes. We had someone in the White House, you know, talking local food, talking eating healthy, healthy. Yes. And there was lots of positive energy around that. Yes. And in 2016, that conversation ended. And it's really interesting how now you're saying that there's been a descent in Mm. interest, right? I think there's been a shift in a lot of ways. Um, And part of that is there's just other things that folks are thinking about besides local food. It's certainly not, you know, a message coming out of the White House right now. Um, And that combined with I, you know, I don't know. I don't know much about the economy, but I would just say that people are working differently, thinking about making money differently, and, you know, starting a pickle company is not really, you know, a means to make a lot of money fast. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a stretch, but I just did want to say yeah. that when you look at those years, yeah, it's agree. kind of interesting, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, I also wanted to ask, well, we wanted to talk a little bit about the way people are buying food. Yes. We'll just in add this to the conversation yes. right now. Mm-hmm. They are buying food differently. And that's totally differently, right? right? So we have, you know, we have big box stores selling organic food. We even have, you know, Whole Foods moving here um, very soon. Um, I believe they're coming to Beverly in the fall of 2019. Um, but they're close enough in Linfield where they started to hurt us. Um, we that have, could have a huge impact. Oh, it's really. going to be yeah, huge. It's right. be a big deal. Um, and then you have, um, you know, our local Common Crow, which is wonderful. We're so thankful to have them. But they expanded and they have a full grocery now. And then, you know, you also have um, mail order. Amazon, I mean, you can call up. You can just, you know, get everything delivered right to your door. And then my daughter said, which I didn't even know about, there's – you know, special boxes that you can order of food. I don't know what those are called. Well, blue Apron. Blue Apron. Yeah. And so, so right. it's a weekly meal that right. arrives in your yeah. yeah. Right. right. And, you know, all of it, unfortunately, is actually a lot easier than driving to your local farmer's market, doing your shopping, getting out your bags. Of course, you lose the beautiful community part of it and meeting your food producers and right. saying hi to people and being outside. But So let's, like... Linger on that for a minute. What okay. is the social value of a farmer's market? What does it give to the community? Well, it's interesting. We just had a focus group for our advisory committee. And the number one thing that came up for our farmer's market, besides um, access to fresh, local, f- good food for all members of our community, was that we are a community event. We're a place where people can come. They can do their shopping. They can see old friends. They can listen to music. They can take a walk in the park. They can plenty for the kids. To plenty. Play. There's a children's activity that Art Haven has helped us host forever. Maybe the whole time. I can't even remember how long. Um, we have these incredible musicians. We have concert series now. We have nonprofit tents. And then we have places where you can just pick up a good meal and take your kids to the playground. It's a whole thing. It's like a, you know... You can spend a half hour. You can spend two hours. Yeah, and, there's a playground um, there, actually. Right, <laughs> right. exactly. Even, right. even more, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, I think that farmer's markets have a long history of being part of the fabric of communities um, all over the world. You know, we're just, but we're losing a lot of it. And it's also acted as a really important incubator, small yes. business incubator, yes. for a couple of key businesses in this community, that's right? That's a great point, yeah. 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 And that's been a big part of our mission since we started was to help give really, really small micro-businesses a way to launch. Um, And I think that 
we've been very successful. We've launched probably over 200 micro businesses that have gone on. Wow, I was just going to name four. (laughs) (laughs) It's over 200? Yeah, well, we've been doing it a long time. Um, And, you know, some of them have turned out to, in the end, not be successful. But, yes, I mean, we've... You know, when we sit down and look at the list, we're like, wow, we did all this, you know? Yeah. So the Nutty Redhead. Oh, the yeah. Nutty Redhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maitland Pickles. Mahrusi yeah. Market. Maitland uh, Farm Pickles. Maitland Farm Pickles. Pam's Salsa. Um, In Good Taste Salsa. Mojo Coffee. Yep. Right. I love Started that. with us. Um, you know, we could go into farmers, but let's see who else for food. Let me, th- I have to really go back in my... Um, we had, um, what's the hard cider in Salem? Oh, far, far from fall the, from the tree. Fall from the tree. We had Saintly cider last year. We had a wine out of Harvard, um, Massachusetts that did really, really well that started with us. You know, I could go yeah. on. Yeah. And I just want to point out how enriched the community is because we have these small businesses. Right. You know, it's right. to have like the Pigeon Cove ferments is such a great business. Yeah. And to think that there's this young couple who live in Pigeon Cove and they're using local cabbages. Yeah. I mean, it just makes it a richer community. Yeah. Right. And uh, it makes for sure. Yeah. All these food all these is products. it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the thing that brings people together all the time. You know, this is what. And it feels great too when, when outside of the farmer's market season when you're seeing these products pop up in the right. local stores here too. Right. You know, Cape Ann Fresh Catch carries a lot of their those right. products. I mean, they're, they're all over the shelves. So that's a great um, thing to see as well. So I my one question is like, how spooked are you by the weather forecast every week? Oh, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I, um, I, my first season used to check the weather all the time. And then it's, I suddenly realized that they were wrong most of the time. Mm-hmm. So now I don't even look. And, you know, it's always been, it's going to rain. Should we come? I'm like, you should all come. And chances are it won't <laughs> rain. And the day when it doesn't say it's going to rain. So we're like rain or shine, no matter what, we will be there. Yeah. I think that we've sent a really consistent message that we will be there no matter what. Yeah, and I was going to say, so now seeing the, the behavior of the, of the farmer's markets these days, what is sort of the marketing angle? Is it support um, the local uh, farmland, support community, to be part of a bigger event than just, you know, a, a shopping experience right. per se? Well, we're, we're, I think we're always trying to um, – reinvent and relook at what we're doing and what our mission is. The Cape Ann Farmers Market is a little unique in that we were started as a not-for-profit market, um, which is a different model than other markets. And so we've had a mission to help support um, small local food vendors, to be a source of healthy food for all members of our community regardless of income mm. and to support farmers so that in turn we're supporting over 700 acres of open space on Cape Ann. So that's a lot for a mission, but also we're beginning to think if we need to redefine that, maybe focus in, I'm not sure. Right. So we're, you know, we're taking a look. Yeah, we were talking a little bit beforehand about how farmers are working differently. Do right. you want to talk about that? Well, when we started, um, hardly anyone was using the internet Um, in the way they are now. And also farmers definitely were not using the internet, right? So this farmer's markets were a way for farmers to sell their product and let people know that they existed, where they were, how to find them. Okay, they don't need a farmer's market anymore to do that at all. 
then also it's because they're go- people are going finding them they on can the just internet. Google it, right? Mm-hmm. And they go and they can go s- sign up there. for a CSA or the yeah. Right, and then that's the other thing is farmers realize that CSAs are a much better model for making money. They're they're less time consuming. They're more cost effective. You know exactly how much you need to grow. So then the farmer's market, I think, has become either a a launching point for really tiny farms, of which we have two new ones joining us this year. I'm super excited. Just starting. Tell us. Um, We have, oh, I'm going to, Crown Root, I think, is one of them. And the other one is, I'm not going to remember this. That's okay. Okay, he started with us last year on a trial with the Tufts New Entry Sustainable farming program and now he's coming into his own this year so we're really excited and they're all farming like just tiny bits of land but I love um, that. yeah so but this so the CSA model it really works better for farmers um, and they don't need to advertise through us anymore so for those who don't know what that is can we just explain what the CSA is yeah. all about well community supported agriculture mm-hmm. and it is basically you you buy a share of the crop so you put your money forward to the farmer in advance and they can use that money and then you have your weekly supply of what that farmer's growing right. and it's basically a box of what they're growing at that time so you can't say well I want you know all the tomatoes right, <laughs> you, you right. will get some tomatoes but mm-hmm. you will also get you know whatever cabbages yeah. and zucchinis and whatever is a, an equal share right. of the crop gotcha. seasonally right. And there's no guarantee. I mean, there's been one year in 12 years where the farmers really struggled and people did not really get the full share of what they were hoping for. But usually you get way more than you ever asked for. And it kind of forces you to cook with truly what's local and in the moment, Mm -hmm. whether you know what to do with that vegetable or not. Yeah, it's right. great that way. Yes. You really have to flex some cooking right. muscles for kohlrabi. sure. Kohlrabi. I learned is... a lot about kohlrabi. <laughs> <laughs> and and we keep saying, why do they keep growing kohlrabi? Because we don't know what to do with right. it. But we're learning. What I is, dip, so I what dip is it that? in hummus. What is kohlrabi? Yeah. Well, kohlrabi is a root vegetable, mm-hmm. and it's generally about that size, but they can be that size, and they can be that size. Pale green. It has an outer layer that you do need to peel off because it's right. kind of tough. Inside, it's kind of crisp and um, vegetal tasting. Right. Mm-hmm. So it can have a little bite yeah, sometimes. Right. A little turnipy right. bite. A, right. A, I think it is in the turnip family. Yeah. Actually. So when you roast it, it has that little bit of a bite. So it doesn't become super sweet. If you sort of microplane it, so that these really thin slices, that's pretty good in a salad with some, you know, and I do lemon juice and just like malden salt and things over it. And that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it is not like instantly yummy. <laughs> That's right. the problem. And there's always kohlrabi in your CSA Because box. it's really easy to grow. Yeah. Uh, and I it see. comes up early. So it's a really good one to include in a share. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. I'd rather have more cabbage. I love <laughs> Me too. I'm a cabbage. I, yeah, I love yeah. cabbage in my, yeah. my tortillas. Well, so now you can become a member of the farmer's market? How does that work? So we do have, thanks for asking, mm. we do have a membership program, which we launched, I think, um, in the about 10 years ago. And that was to get people to be more invested, um, you know, in the farmer's market. So you can buy a membership for $30 um, and you get a sticker for your car, which you see all over Cape Ann. You get a little card and that card gets you discounts at a lot of amazing um, area restaurants and stores Mm -hmm. and also with some of our vendors. 
And like really, if you look online at your discounts, I would say you can make up your $30 in two weeks if you frequent any of these great uh -huh. places. And um, we've had over 500 members over the course of 10 years. Some people re-up every single year, no matter what. Some people come and go, but it's nice. And then it's, you know, it was also a way for us to generate a little bit more interest and a, b a bigger mailing list. And um, it's nice. You know, we send out a letter and we... It's nice to keep connected with everyone. That's yeah. Great. yeah. Yeah. And if people want to become a member, how can they do that? How can they, they can learn go, more? think, onto um, capebandfarmersmarket.org, and there's a membership tab, and you can see all the amazing discounts you get. And sometimes we run specials, like last year, Patagonia donated a great rain jacket, and you got entered into a raffle to win that if you bought a membership. So there's always something going on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. So tell us what else is new this year in the farmer's market. Oh, and old. Who's who's coming back? Who's who's new? So we have some of our vendors who have been with us forever. And now you're going to ask me who. So well, let's go back to Mojo Coffee. I'm just like trying to go down the line. Some of our crafters like um, Camilla McFadden, who does silkscreen. Oh, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's been with us for, I think, since the beginning. And Amanda Cook. Um, we have Farmer Dave, Arrowhead Farm. Um, we have Ironox coming back. This is their third year, I believe, and Stacy's going to be cooking too, which is unbelievable. Nice. So we're going to wow. she's going to be doing pizza and pies. Stacy Apple is an amazing chef. Yeah. She works at Chorton Mains. Does she still work there? I don't know if she still works there. I think she's doing a lot of cooking on her own. Oh, that's great. Um, and she's also a member of our advisory committee. We're really excited to have that's her. Great. So that's great. That young couple is yeah, really wonderful. They're really they're doing nice. great things here. Yeah. And we have um, Seaview Farm from Rockport. Love them. Um, Ken and they're wonderful. Yeah. And they've been with us since the beginning. I just had Seaview Farm Steaks on Memorial Day. Awesome. Yeah. Grass fed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Really and good. we're trying to convince Mike Truppiano to come back. But oh, he, I know, but he's, and he's one of the people who, when he stopped having a storefront, he started using the farmer's market. And he really, I think at the beginning was like, what am I doing here? I don't, and he, wonderfully, people would flock to go get Truppiano sausage. Yeah, and that, we'll I think that's one of the big sellers at Cake Ann. Is actually is oh his those oh, hand really? pies yep. with right. Trupiano sausage Absolutely. yeah those are delicious so yeah. and cake Ann mm -hmm. will be back she always comes in the fall yeah, Inga's great yep and A and J King yeah. from Salem they've been with us since the beginning and they've been really great supporters of so our amazing produce perhaps some local handcrafted sausages yeah Beautiful bakery Baked goods, goods yep. and Sasquatch bread. smoked seafood. fish. I forgot to mention Sasquatch, Sasquatch smoked mm -hmm. fish. Right. Yeah, and we he, have someone who smokes fish on Cape Ann. It's in, it's incredible. Yeah. I just had some a lobsterman call. I'm hoping that maybe he'll come sell lobsters. Oh. We haven't had oh, that. That would be so cool. Um, and we have you know many bakers. We have Kim Gregory and Tatiana. They've been with us. They're great. Yep, really great. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice market. It's going to be I would say around 30 vendors plus our nonprofit tents and our children's activity and a great music lineup and we're doing three concert series put on by this younger organization that's really great oh so, nice yeah so when you say 30 vendors are they locked in before the season starts or can some kind of join after we're, we're up and running our deadline is april 15th we're pretty flexible although i have to say at this point it would have to be something that we really don't have because you know it's it actually takes a lot to schedule everybody in make right. sure there's we don't have a lot of the same similar food on the same day i was gonna say you have, and then you have like a floor plan and we set, have a floor plan which somebody helps me with because 
because that's not my strong point. Well, yeah, so. that can be. <laughs> yeah, I've had only a few of those. Right, exactly. You stay in this corner. Right. You stay in that neutral corner. Yeah. That is not what I'm good at. Right. That's like worse than kindergarten. Arranging those vendors, I know. Yeah. So I want to know what your wish list would be, Nikki. Oh, my wish And you can dream away. Your top three. My wish would be that um, everyone on Cape Ann could afford to shop at the farmer's market. Um, And so just to put in a plug, we do take HIP, SNAP, Mm. WIC, Senior Farmers Market coupons. We've worked really hard to be a forerunner in that, and that's all available. But I know it's still it's still very little money to actually go spend at the market. My wish would be that everyone would come to the farmers market and um, participate in this community event and see how important it is and how rich it is there. Um, it's special, you know. It um, really is. And um, farmers markets have been a meeting place for the community. Um, that's the model, you know. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we want more people to come. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the only other place we have is Market Basket to meet. Right, <laughs> right. right. And, well, that's the. I like going to Market Basket to meet people. <laughs> right. And half the people I talk to are like, well, I don't go to Market Basket. I don't want to be in the conversations. Well, I go for the conversations. <laughs> so that's what's so funny because we actually last year for the first time had complaints from people. I said, oh, I haven't seen you at the market. Actually, usually it's people feeling guilty when they see me and yeah. saying, I'm sorry, I haven't been there. And you know what they said? They said, it takes too much time because I have to talk to people. I believe that. Right. Yeah. That's such a reflection of our lives these days, well, right? it's so weird. It's yeah. just like it's... Like, let's it's, slow down a little exactly. bit. But we've talked about a few of these weird self-imposed obstacles where, right. oh, it's it's not downtown. It's just a little bit out of the way. It's a mile that way. Right. Right? And, and easy parking. We by think the way. it might rain, so right. that might keep me away. Right. You know, right. I might get in conver- I might it's enjoy myself hot. and have it's a good conversation. Cold. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. It's, that... People are funny. Right. Yeah. I can't get a lemon to go with my fish. Like it's a whole. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. We need a, a local alternative to lemons. Up oh, Pigeon Co. ferments sauerkraut. There you it's go. Just the right acid, and it's great with fish. There you yeah. go. There you go. Right. You can, right. Why don't you just walk around with one of like a bright yellow thing with question marks on it? People can just ask you. How how to compare this and this? I could do that. <laughs> she yeah. would like that. No, but there was, actually, you that would be a really interesting table to have at the farmers market, right? Some local cook who answers your questions. Oh, I love that. That'd right? be really well, cool. That's, yeah, Stacey's beneficial. Stacy's actually been good at that, where she has little cards with recipes for vegetables that people might not always Kohlrabi, know what to do with. Yeah. Kohlrabi <laughs> being right at the top one. Kale, yeah. kale. What yeah. do I do with all this kale? Right, right, yeah, right. That's good. So we should at, remind her to answer. Be available for questions. Well, so now what other things? I know like the seafood throwdown, that's through the farmer's market too. Are you so affiliated? So we started that. Right. We worked with um, NAMA um, to launch the seafood throwdown 10 years ago last year. Um, and, you know, that, of course, has just taken off. Yeah, that's some, done really well. It's amazing. Such a popular event. Um, so we did host a really big one last year. And I don't know if we're doing it again this year. Mm. I actually, we may kind of be done. Like it's, I think NAMA is a little challenged by it. It's hard to get the chefs. Actually, that's really tough to find chefs. Yes. Two chefs have to be available. They have to leave their restaurants right. on a Thursday in the summertime. And they have to be prepared and all that set up. It, it's a... It's asking a lot. It's a lot. And I think it's become more, they're really specific about what they want now. Mm -hmm. Um, It used to be a little bit freer when we first started. But as it grew, they had to kind of create boundaries around it so they would all be similar. So. Um, so I don't know if we're doing the seafood throwdown. Maybe we need a kohlrabi throwdown. Oh. (laughs) Right. I think you need to do some cooking demos, Heather. No, I'm not. I will talk to the person doing it. I'm I'm better at writing than cooking, I think, so. 
Yeah, we'll but see. we're gonna. I'm happy to. <laughs> I involved yeah. that one. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I have another random question too. I was going to save this for the side dish, but I wanted to ask: Where do you put the apostrophe in farmers? Aha! Uh-huh. Thank you. Right. This has. Now, been I know where to put it. Very, but, yeah. very good. That's the best question. <laughs> yeah. This has been an ongoing. I would say it's brought up at every other advisory committee meeting, but now we actually have this great woman on our committee who is a copy editor. And she decided that what we really needed to do was take the apostrophe out of it. Oh, farmers. okay. So we I'm have right taken the apostrophe out. Excellent moves. And now we're really attempting on every single thing we put out to make sure there's no apostrophe. I know, because it's always, it's fallen in many different places. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like our farmer's market. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> when it's in the word markets, that's when I get really worried right, about right. who's hosting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and I would like to say that that all happened before I came in as the director. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, yeah, that's no right. apostrophe. I learned something. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad because that every time I write that word, I'm like, oh. Right. I think I do after the S, but I'm going to stop now. It should be after the S. It should yeah. be. Right. Right. But then we actually, for a long time, and one of our logos had it before the S, and then we had it nowhere at all for a while. So now we're, yeah. Yeah. Good. It's very complicated. I think we're good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The apostrophe. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what else, anything else we need to know about the farmer's market? Farmer's no apostrophe market. So <laughs> let's see. So we're running for 18 weeks. Then we have indoor markets. We have a Thanksgiving harvest market and a Christmas market. Yeah. Um, the those thanks, are big, right? Those are big. Yeah. And especially the Thanksgiving harvest market, I would say, has become as successful as our outdoor markets. Um, the best way to support your local farmer's market is to come and shop and bring your friends. And um, you don't have to spend a lot of money, but just being there is, is it's great. It's great for everyone, and it helps to build the energy. Um, we're going to host once again the, I'm going to get this wrong, the concert series to end gun violence, which is a nationwide Concert, so it goes on. There's like a big one in New York and a big one in D.C. And then smaller outreaches on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so exciting. Yep. This lovely um, lovely two girls asked to do it last year. They're both in high school. They organized the whole thing. They came. They had performers. It was great. And we're going to do it again this year. And they want to add two more. So that so dates for that? Impressive. Do you know offhand? I, I believe the big national one is September 26th, and then there'll be one in July and one in August, and I can't remember. And we have this wonderful volunteer, Janice Fullman, who has organized music for the farmers market, I believe, for ten years as well. I mean, just that fact that there's live music there, right, is always so. And we've wonderful. had really, it's it's been so much fun. We've had great people, really great, mm. you yeah. know. Um, it's been a nice opportunity to hear all kinds of performers. So we have that going on. We have our farmer's market. We have, you know, I don't know. We don't know what else we're, you know, we have our dinner and a movie fundraiser that just passed in April. Mm-hmm. We've done that every year. That's been great. There we are. Well, Nikki, let me ask you, so 12 years now, so congratulations once again. And Thanks. Like, why does the Cape Inn Farmer's Market mean so much to you? To me. Ooh, Okay. <laughs> Wow. It's a big question. Well, um, I mean, I got started in it because I love to grow food. And so actually, I started as one of the backyard growers selling Uh local vegetables. Um, And then, you know, the idea of promoting local agriculture was huge to me. And that's what really got me involved. Um, And then realizing how important it was to any community and our community and seeing the response. 
and then meeting all of these incredible people, starting to experiment with different products felt really exciting. And so it's just grown for me. Um, and I feel like we've had an impact, uh, which makes me feel good. You know? Absolutely. I mean, in those 12 years, we've seen the rise of Alprilla Farm, Cedar Rock Farm, Iron Ox Farm, I'm sure there. Oh well, Seaview Farm was around. Many of the Macy's, Marshalls Farm. Marshalls, Marshalls. I forgot about Bobby. We just had Bobby, and he was just he couldn't stop gushing about it. He was wonderful. He loves it. Yeah, no, no, he does love it, and he's really great. And I'll tell you, he's a very sweet guy. He's actually helped me out of a couple of jams at the farmers market. And he has a major farm stand of his own. So that's sort of interesting that he still finds it valuable. It shows you how much it means to him and his family to get up and go. And and he has his kids selling at the market. It's nice, you know, and that's the other thing. I mean, I, I should mention that, you know, I've watched a lot of kids grow up with the farmer's market and really, um, transition to uh, a friend of ours daughter. I mean, she was at the farmer's market every week with her mom and, you know, last year she started um, an internship with the North Shore Food Project and now is really into it. I, so I feel like we mm-hmm. have a an effect, you know, and we helped to launch the Backyard Growers Program way back when. Yeah. yeah. Um, Look at that. Yep. And yeah. I should also mention that, you know, we've we've hosted these nonprofit tents. And so we've been able to have, I think, over 70 local nonprofits showcase what they do over the years at the market. And that's been really good for the community, and I've learned so much mm. about all the good work being done here. Yeah. Beautifully so. put. Thanks. Well, Nikki Bogan, Cape and Farmer's Market. <laughs> Thank you Folks, so much you gotta for go having there. us. Every Thursday, Every 3 p.m. to 6 Bring your little children. Yeah. They will love it. They'll yeah. see farmers and local food being you know, yeah. grown. and Try to come it. 10 out of our 18 weeks. Set a goal. <laughs> Great and purposeful community event yeah. and a long-standing one uh, to boost. Let's hope that the, the farmer's market just keeps running and running year Thanks. after year. Yeah, thank okay. you very much. Thanks it's for your my, time, It's been Nikki. a pleasure. Thank you. Thank All right, we'll you, see you Nikki. next time on Short and Sweet. <laughs> <laughs>